Hello, Rebels. You're listening to a free audio-only recording of my show, Rebel Roundup. Now, if you like listening to this podcast, then you would love watching it. But in order to watch, you need to be a subscriber to Rebel News Plus. That's what we call our long-format TV-style shows here on The Rebel. Subscribers get access to watching my weekly show, as well as other great TV-style shows, too. It's only $8 a month to subscribe, or you can subscribe annually and get two months free. And just for podcast listeners, you can also save an extra 10% on a new premium membership by using the coupon code PODCAST when you subscribe. Just go to rebelnewsplus.com to become a member. And please leave a five-star review on this podcast and subscribe in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Those reviews are a great way to support Rebel News without spending a dime. And now, enjoy this free audio-only version of my show. Welcome to Rebel Roundup, ladies and gentlemen, and the rest of you, in which we look back at some of the very best commentaries of the week by your favorite Rebels. I'm your host, David Menzies. Well, there is a clear and present danger in Canada right now, folks, and that clear and present danger is us? Oh yes, if you can believe it, the U.S. Department of Defense and the Canadian Armed Forces They've both funded a joint cyber intelligence operation against Rebel News. What's the deal with that? Well, Rebel Commander Ezra Levent will drop by with all the unbelievable details. And how low are things going to go down under when it comes to Wuhan virus protocol enforcement? Well, how about this? A COVID cop who ticketed and harassed a grandmother for not wearing a mask due to a medical exemption. And if that sounds bad enough, just will you see the cop's shocking body cam footage. Avi Amini has all the lurid details. And letters, we get your letters. We get them every minute of every day. And you had plenty to say about our report from Toronto's Pearson International Airport, in which anti-lockdown advocate Chris Guy showed up to help a woman in distress. Uh, just one hitch, the Peel police Frog March, Chris, out of the airport. And a question arises, whatever happened to concepts such as empathy and compassion and reasonable accommodation during these never-ending dark days of Wuhan virus protocol? Those are your rebels. Now let's round them up. So here's how the spy operation against us worked. The U.S. Navy paid a defense contractor based at the University of Arkansas in Little Rock to use a program called Spy on Web and other programs to do a workup on Rebel News. They produced this report called the Canada Elections Cyber Forensics Analysis, dated October 10th, 2019, which is odd given that the Canadian election wasn't until 11 days later. But as you'll soon see, 
They seemed to know what they were going to write about us before they even did their research. I'll quote from it. Again, you can read the whole thing at StopSpyingOnUs.com. Here's the executive summary. This report summarizes the significant findings on the hidden digital footprints of the Canadian website, The Rebel.media. The website provides far-right political and social commentary and was founded in February 2015 by Ezra Levant and Brian Lilly. Does the U.S. Navy do this a lot? Pay military contractors at universities to use spying software to look into Canadian journalists? Why? Who ordered it? On what basis? On what criteria? Who else did they spy on? How else did they spy? Are they tapping my phones? Are they hacking my emails? Why are they meddling in a Canadian election? What else have they done in our elections up here in Canada? And do they also meddle in U.S. elections? Those are my main questions. Privacy, legality, what the hell is the U.S. Navy doing spying on civilian journalists? But another question, and I just can't help asking it. I know it's not as important, but I can't stop thinking about it. It's, are all U.S. spies this stupid? I mean, we all know the joke, military intelligence, it's like an oxymoron, like jumbo shrimp. But seriously, this is the stupidest report I've ever seen, the spy report by these contractors. I kid you not, a teenager could have done a better job of it, and probably for about a million dollars less. There's a lot of military jargon in the report, which I think, like academic jargon, it's actually designed to make it harder to understand someone rather than easier to understand. It's designed to make someone seem like a smart expert when really they're clueless. But let me take you through some of it. Again, you can see this at our website, StopSpyingOnUs.com. Identifying hidden or external links. A well-known political Canadian news and commentary site that frequently contributes stories about the Canadian elections was analyzed. Using a variety of cyber forensic analytical capabilities provided by Multigo and SpyOnWeb, the following open source information was obtained. <laughs> Perfectly normal, just the U.S. Navy spying on Canadian journalists. This just in, folks, there is a clear and present danger in Canada right now, and that clear and present danger is us? Oh yeah, if you can believe it, the U.S. Department of Defense and the Canadian Armed Forces teamed up to fund a joint cyber intelligence operation against Rebel News. What's the deal with that? Well, apparently when it comes to the Justin Trudeau Liberals espousing a right of center opinion in Canada is a matter of national security. Joining me now with more on this shocking discovery is none other than Rebel Commander Ezra Levant. Ezra, what's the deal here? Yeah, you know what? I got a tip last fall from someone in Arkansas saying, hey, did you see this? And I, I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, I don't read every single email that comes in, so I'm lucky I did. Mm. I went to what he showed me, and it was a report published by the Canadian military um, about some, uh, by the University of Arkansas, about Rebel News and how we're some influence operation <laughs> that needs to be tracked and combated like some Russian troll <laughs> robot farmer. Like, and I, I was confused. So I f we filed some access to information requests with the University of Arkansas. And we discovered that actually, the University of Arkansas has a little unit that's a defense contractor. And they, they take 
jobs from the military. I mean, this is what they call the military industrial complex, mm -hmm. right? I mean, the US Navy has an annual budget of $161 billion. It's an enormous enterprise. So the US Navy contracted with this military contractor at, at University of Arkansas to spy on us. Now, as far as we know, I mean, we don't know if they sent in human spies to infiltrate us. We don't know if they hacked us. What we do know is that they assessed what they could see about our website online, and they were ridiculous in their conclusions. They said, we're a US operation. We deceive people who we are. We have deep fake websites. We, um, the funniest thing is they said, and, and you're gonna laugh that I'm even saying these words, but I promise you it's in there. You can see, we, we put all these documents up on the website, yeah. stopspyingonus.com. Yeah. <laughs> so you can read this for yourself. They said, and anyone who knows me, knows my entire life I fought against socialism, communism, <laughs> left-wingism. The NDP is like my, the, my worst nightmare. It's your kryptonite. <laughs> this defense contractor in Arkansas, who knows how much they were paid by the US Navy? Was it 10,000 or a million? I don't know. They said that one of our secret projects here at Rebel News was to publish 291 fake websites promoting Jagmeet Singh, the leader of the NDP. And they have this complex theory that we created what they called deep fake websites designed to get voters to move from Trudeau to Jagmeet Singh based on uh, Canada-India policy. It's, it's, <laughs> I, don't even, I can't even uh, try to understand that. Other than I did one time make a fun video mocking Trudeau's dress-up party yes. in India. I didn't mention Jagmeet Singh. So this defense contractor was so weird and got so many things wrong. It, you know, they say jumbo shrimp is an oxymoron. Yeah. Well, it made me think of that joke that military intelligence is, a, is an oxymoron. So, they, so the US Navy contracted this University of Arkansas spy company that spied on us and gave the report to the Navy. I didn't hear about that. But this same defense contractor obviously thought, well, I can sell this same work to someone else who's the biggest sucker around. Hey, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> so he took the same work, the same spying on us, and sold it to the Canadian Armed Forces, including the Special Operations Force Command. I mean, those are people, and I'm speaking now as a Canadian taxpayer, if we're paying taxes to fund the Canadian forces, that's actually one of the few things in my taxes I feel good about. But spend it to fight the bad guys, not to hire Arkansas spies to write conspiracy theories about me. So the Canadian Armed Forces paid this American defense contractor for some other wild-eyed fantasy about Rebel News. And again, we put it on the website, see for yourself. It's at stopspyinghonest.com. And they published their report. That's how I found out about it. Yeah. I wouldn't have known about the US Navy involvement until I started f pulling at the thread at the University of Arkansas. So I phoned the spy master in, uh, <laughs> in the greater DC area. Her name is Rebecca Goolsby. I left her a message, I sent her an email. I, I phoned the Inspector Clouseau down <laughs> at uh, University of Arkansas, left him voice message, emailed him. And uh, I haven't heard back, funny enough. Uh, and here's <laughs> my takeaway. Number one, I just can't get over how dumb the report is, like how factually false it is. Like I, I, it, I just can't believe that it wasn't on purpose that they were yeah. so dumb. P please tell me someone smarter than them is protecting the world against communist China. 
But putting that aside, I'm thinking, is it legal for the U.S. Navy to spy on a civilian media company? Is it legal for the Canadian Armed Forces to, to hire foreign spies to check out Justin Trudeau's biggest online critic? Justin Trudeau hates Rebel News. He says so. Yeah. He bans us from things. He um, pokes fun at us in Parliament. I mean, I don't care about the poking fun, but he bans us. And I really care about him having military contractors dig into us. What else is he doing? And who else is he doing it to? And... Put the shoe on the other foot. Imagine if it was Stephen Harper who had oh. the Canadian Armed Forces hire an American defense contractor to look into left-wing reporters. Oh, my God, the sky would fall. Not a peep. We broke this story two days ago. Not a peep from any other journalist. Yeah. Of course, because they totally agree. They hate Rebel News, and they never really believed in, in civil liberties. They just hate Rebel News. You know, Ezra, two things. One is, as you said, this researcher probably got paid five, six, even seven figures for this report. I'm curious if uh, the people that paid this professor are suffering from buyer's remorse because of all the errors and omissions. I mean, that's amateur hour. That's get smart stuff that he delivered. Yeah. And secondly, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the second time in less than a year we have been spied on by government. When we went down to Nathan Phillips Square to reclaim the public square in Toronto, we later found out that huge report where the city uh, had their, um, their spies with telephoto lenses taking pictures of us, getting our personal detail, right down to physical descriptions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they had weight in there, which the really... Weight, that, eye color. That, that goes too far. <laughs> that crossed the line. <laughs> but, I mean, Ezra, uh, kidding aside, I think this is disturbing in a democracy that government is spying on and writing up secret reports about those practicing journalism. Yeah, and I, I really am trying to figure out what's going on. I mean, obviously, these spies are not answering my phone calls. Spies, <laughs> I don't think spies are really into customer service <laughs> with the people they're spying on. Oh, yeah, sure. Anyways, I, um, I think that one of their goals was to purposefully smear us okay. and use that as a pretext to ban us from the internet by saying, look, they're foreign manipulators, they're not authentic, there's some Russian troll farm, um, we have to just delete them from the entire internet. Uh, I think it was actually part of a scam, a scheme, a scam by the U.S. Navy and the Canadian government to smear us so then they could then show this report to Google, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and say, look, you better delete these guys. They're foreign meddlers. Unbelievable. I, that's my theory because they won't the spies won't return my yeah. call. The spy who won't call me. <laughs> Love it. Well, Ezra, it was a fantastic report. And wow, what a story. And there you go, folks. I guess the quote, Agent 86 from Get Smart, when it came to the accuracy of that report, uh, missed it by that much. Actually, missed it by that much is the real uh, deal. Keep it here. More of Rebel a Roundup to come right after this. August the 4th, I arrived to work um, as my normal shift. I walked through the car park and the entrance of the mall with a scarf wrapped around my face as per all the DHHS OK guidelines. When I went into the actual uh, supermarket to start my shift, at the service desk at the front is where the police saw me and then came over to the service desk to grab my attention to question me. That's, yeah, that's not the point though. 
I've just, I've just started. Yep. I know I need to yep. wear a shift. Yep. You should have a mask on. All right. I've yep. just reported to my front desk. Did you have a mask on when you came in there? Because you should have one on. Yeah. I'm actually getting severe anxiety and asthma. Yep. Alright, so who's your who's your supervisor? Alright. You are going to be receiving a penalty notice. Alright, for not wearing a mask. Alright. Excuse me, no. Yeah, it's it's not acceptable, alright. No, I'm sorry, and I'm not answering any more questions. You will be. Can I get you to state your name, please? Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm having an anxiety. You've committed an offence. I became flustered, started having an anxiety attack. That's when it seemed to escalate things for the police. They come further into the store. Ma'am, you will be arrested. Excuse me, Ex excuse me. You will be arrested. I'm not going near a police officer. Ma'am, I'm going to arrest you if you don't calm down and cooperate with me. The police officer in charge got quite upset, annoyed, frustrated with me. Um, wasn't happy that I was having an anxiety attack in front of him and said that if I didn't calm down, I would be arrested right there on the spot in front of all my colleagues and customers at my workplace. Terry? Terry, come out the back and we'll have a chat. Do not touch me, please, sir. Excuse me, excuse me. Let me let me explain something to you. Please get me out of here now. You yeah, but she, she's not even not. Let's go out the back and have a chat. All right, come out the back. Come out the back. I'm thinking I'm a grandma. Sorry. Um, thinking of the grandkids. Not only do I not want them to have a grandma that was arrested or in trouble with police, even though I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't want to have um, any repercussions. Well, as you just saw, folks, another grotesque story in which a law-abiding citizen has her rights brutally stomped on by a cop who is nothing other than a brutalizing bully. Just disgusting. And joining me now is our wonder from down under, Avi Yamini. So, Avi, how you doing, my friend? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, it's a pretty intense video. Well, um, yeah. Oh, no, I, that's the thing, you know, Abby, um, it is intense. I mean, I was when we see that body cam footage, it had me shaking with rage, and I don't have a dog in this hunt. Whatever happened, my friend, to officer's discretion? Whatever happened to empathy and compassion? Or, Abby, is it all about Aussie cops have some sort of a secret quota they must fill when it comes to charging law-abiding citizens with these crazy Wuhan virus protocol crimes. It feels a bit that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, I've got some mates that are cops and they tell me that it's really down to discretion. So the only um, the only excuse for that kind of behavior that I can understand is that that's a, a, a cop on a power trip. And when I first watched that and we were sent it 
threefightthefinals.com.au. I was, uh, like you, I was shaking in anger because you can see she's obviously terrified of being arrested. Um, she was willing to even comply uh, to the rules, even though she had a medical exemption. She didn't, you know, this was a period of time during the lockdown where the mask mandate had come in and everybody was a bit crazy about everything. So she didn't, you know, she, she just wanted to do her job. Uh, working at a supermarket during a period where so many had lost their jobs in what was at the time one of the most essential jobs because as we know during these lockdowns uh, the one place people went to uh, to to obviously shop for essentials but also i think anyone who's been to a proper lockdown the the supermarket was kind of your saving grace it's where you'd go to see the uh, you know lot the other life around you and some of the supermarket staff became uh, kind of the punching bag to a lot of uh, disgruntled citizens to the lockdown. So I think those were the people we really needed to protect at the time. And the police should have been there protecting them from uh, outraged civilians who had no one else to, to, to kind of vent their frustration at at the time. But instead, they went there to hunt her down. That's that's what I could see on the video. You, you know, they've entered the store. They've noticed her not wearing a, a face mask or face shield that she walked in with a, a scarf on uh, to avoid uh, 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 any, you know, unwanted attention. Um, she says to me the reason why she wore that is because, you know, she could still at least breathe through it. But as they spotted her and went towards her, uh, in the hands of her supervisor, who knew about her exemption, uh, in her hands was was a mask, and they were they came to this agreement. Like, I'll try do it, even though you know I've got my little pump here, I've got bad asthma, and I get anxiety from uh, covering the face like that. But I'll give it a go. And no, that wasn't a good enough excuse for these uh, um, these cops that just seemed like they were enjoying the power way too much. You know what, Evie, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's the vibe I picked up on. They were feeding off her anxiety. They were almost relishing or secretly enjoying the fact that she was being moved to tears. If you yep. listen to the way he was talking to her, you know, he was acting like he's so calm and she's, you know, uh, uh, it, it's all about she's the one acting uh, bizarrely and, you know, when, in fact, he was just condescending. He was being really rude in a in a gentle tone. The big man, you know, you're the one there with the in the official capacity who's holding a gun, who's controlling this this older woman, this grandmother, who's who is clearly in fear of you. What a big man! You're able to, you know, his language was just so. It, it was disgusting. It was vile. And I, I hope that now um, he's been shamed because, you know, Wodonga, it, Wodonga is, for people who don't know, it's Aubrey and Aubrey Wodonga are uh, like this big two town city um, on the border of New South Wales and Victoria. Now, we know New South Wales is, is, is led by the conservatives or like our conservatives. That they're a little bit more conservative, I think, to your conservatives, but not far. 
and uh, Victoria is led by the Labor government. Now, the Labor government here uh, have had the strongest lockdowns, and at any, you know, we've had one case. They've locked down the whole state, you know, killing industry over the Valentine Day weekend, like that one case. They shut everything down, and you've got to yes. think about restaurants that prepared for this. Uh, one of the biggest days in there on the because it was it was Valentine's Day and Chinese New Year, so biggest weekend for uh, restaurants. Victoria shut down without even blinking an eye. Costing, I was at a restaurant last night who told me it cost him. He has three restaurants. Uh, it's where we're holding our engagement party, and he's he he said to us, you know, over that weekend it was a hundred thousand dollars that we just had to throw into the bin because we'd ordered wow. the food. We'd, we'd prepared, we'd paid all our staff, we did everything, and the only thing missing was any income. That was Victoria. Now, in, the, uh, in Albury, it's New South Wales, um, there they never had really any lockdowns. You know, they had the initial lockdowns that everybody around the world had, and then they they just dealt with the clusters as they came up. Um, I don't necessarily even agree with some of the, the, the reactions there, the responses there, but... They never had um, those lockdowns. So you have this grandmother on one side of this, you know, imaginary line in the same almost city. It's to, to, like I said, Aubrey Wodonga is is one big country town of two country towns on each side of the border. So you have her um, coming into work with an exemption, um, wrapping her mouth just not to attract any unwanted attention, and willing to even take on the mask, being given the mask at the time, and hunted by police and treated like that and fined oh. uh, for that crime, only metres away from a place that none of that exists. You don't <laughs> need a mask. Unbelievable. In fact, she moved to work on the other side of the border. And, and, and in but the Abby, other side of town. That boundaries and, aside, that's the other thing that's so fascinating about this story. The company she works for obviously has no problem with the mask exemption. The customers don't seem to have a problem with the mask exemption. It's only this bully boy police officer. Now, one last question before we wrap. You know, Avi, I met the wife of a Toronto police officer at a division. I'm not going to name it. And she and her uh, husband are huge fans of Rebel News. And she told me something very revealing. At her division, um, there's a lot of, uh, at his, her husband's division rather, there's a, a bit of tension because 50% of the cops think this is absolute nonsense, ticketing people. They're saying, I didn't sign up for this. It's disgraceful. But the other 50%, Avi, they say, oh no, they're totally vested in this. They think they are champions of public safety. They think they are doing God's work. Uh, and, and that's the, the reality. I'm wondering with your encounters with law enforcement down under, what vibe do you get? Is, is there that I'll I'll Okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you a story that, that, that it, it, um, shows you, demonstrates exactly what it's like here. Um, I don't know if I've told it before on Rebel. I was inside my house. Uh, this is probably a month and a half ago, uh, maybe a bit longer, maybe two months ago. I was sitting inside my house. My um, my partner runs, my, my uh, fiancé runs inside, goes, oh, police are swarming. There's a park two, door, two doors down. Police are swarming the park. There's people in cuffs, whatever. I'm in my PJs, and I'm thinking, well, who knows what this is? This is a good tip. So I went out, and I started filming. 
three uh, now when i get out there i see that there's a couple of sudanese uh, 20 year olds in in cuffs and police are walking towards me now we've had a, a sudanese youth crime gang uh, problem for a few years here um three detectives walk towards me the front lead detective who you could see is the uh the commanding officer says avi what are you doing here i said to him mate I just live a couple doors down and my missus walked, ran inside and told me police are swarming the park. So I thought I'd better come and film to see who's not wearing a mask. And he cracked up laughing and he said, no, no, Avi, we hate that stuff. He was the lead um, detective for the armed robbery squad. He goes, we're doing actual police. His words, we're doing actual policing here. Um, He goes, "You you want to know the funny thing, Avi? Back at the station, we all sit around and watch your videos because we bloody love you. Oh, wow. Avi, what a great so, story. Hey, that, I think that, <laughs> that, that is exactly to the point of what you're saying. It demonstrates, yes, there is a split in the police. I know some really good coppers that hate, and they tell me it's all discretion. We get to decide. I've never done anything. I've never enforced any COVID rule because it's in our discretion, and I think it's a crock of you know what. I am so delighted to hear that we got to wrap up. I thought that story was going to end with the cop saying, your journalism papers, please. Uh, but thankfully, <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to deal with that in Canada. Not yet, at least. Abby, great report. Uh, you're knocking them out of the ballpark. So great to touch base with you again, my friend. Thanks. Sorry about the dog. Hey, that's okay. You got that dingo problem here. Up, uh, up in Canada, it's <laughs> raccoons. <laughs> you have a good weekend. And folks, that was Avi Yamini in Australia. Keep it here. More of Rebel Roundup to come right after this. I'm fine by the rules of everybody else. What do you mean? Of course I am. No, you're not. Says who? Everybody else has a mask on. But I already told you like the fourth time now that I have a medical exemption. That's why I asked you to leave. You already said, why would you ask me to leave? Because I have, why would you ask me to leave? You would ask me to leave because I have a medical exemption? That's completely discriminatory. You're waiting on the arrival of a a passenger that's who- Contacted me personally and asked me to be here. And what is the story with this lady? This poor woman went to Portugal for medical treatment. She had 23 tumors surgically removed from her body. She was supposed to go to California for the remainder of her treatment and her recovery, but because of these wonderful COVID rules, they would not allow her to. Hmm. Strange times we're living in. It's hard to believe it's Canada in 2021, isn't it? (sighs) There used to be a time, and I still love being Canadian, don't get me wrong, but there used to be a time that I had so much admiration for Canada and what it stood for. And now it's like, it's completely different. And I'm not willing to put myself in an unsafe situation when other people are telling me what I can and cannot do with my own person and with my own body. I actually take personal offense to that. And again, I am not a COVID denier. I am not against safety. I am against people taking, taking away my autonomy. That's what I'm against. Well, that was a montage of scenes we captured at Toronto's Pearson International Airport recently. A woman who we shall refer to as Mary was returning to Canada from Portugal. She recently had more than 20 tumors removed from her body and she was supposed to be flying to San Francisco to continue her medical treatment. But for some reason, she was prevented from doing so. 
Anti-lockdown crusader Chris Guy, well, he went to the airport to help, but as you saw, he was harassed by police for attempting to be, oh, I don't know, a good Samaritan. Well, you had plenty to say about this latest slice of Wuhan virus insanity. John T. writes, this is what happens when weak people get an ounce of authority. Well, you know, John, these are interesting times to be a police officer. As I mentioned with Avi Amini, I recently spoke to the wife of a Toronto cop. She told me at her husband's division, it's a 50-50 split. Half the officers think that breaking up protests and arresting people is despicable. The other half, they're gung-ho to do so. They actually think they are preventing a health crisis. I've extended an invitation to this particular police officer to come on the show for an interview. I don't think it will happen, given that we live in a day and age of cancel culture. Agritraction writes, Chris, please run for public office. We need people for, we need people for the people. You're awesome. Hey, you know, I'd vote for Chris Guy. Say, Mr. Bernier, are you looking for any candidates in the GTA? Silkhead44 writes, if people would all stop taking the PCR test, this nightmare would be over. Oh, I think the nightmare would continue thanks to power-hungry bureaucrats and politicians. As for the PCR test, increasing evidence indicates that this is a horribly flawed test. Please check out my recent interview with Dr. Mark Trozzi for more details on this very important issue. Pandabella writes, how can you ask someone to leave because of a medical exemption? That's disgusting. It is indeed, Pandabella, and I think what happened to Chris that evening was even illegal. Funny that, I thought the police were supposed to uphold the law, not break it. It's just another ordinary Joe show, right? This officer is just insecure about himself and intimidated by you, Chris. Well, I'll tell you something, Joe, as Chris continued to debate this officer, it was a slaughter. At certain points, the cop just stood frozen, staring at Chris Guy, not knowing what to say. I kind of felt sorry for the guy, actually. And Carlos Kruger writes, I will never look at this country the same way. Well, you know something, that's such a sad statement, Carlos, but I do get where you're coming from. And you know what? Many people I encounter convey the same sentiments to me. I think this clampdown on our freedoms and rights boils down to so many politicians at every level of every political stripe getting a small sip of totalitarian power. And you know what, folks? <laughs> they really, really like how it tastes. Well, that wraps up another edition of Rebel Roundup. Thanks so much for joining us. See you next week. And hey, folks, never forget, without risk, there can be no glory. Good night.